Hey friends, welcome back. It's another Tuesday, another week of Doable Discipleship. My name is Jason Wheeland. This is Doable Discipleship, a satellite church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as I like to shout to the rafters, the show that helps you grow. Last week, we started off a rewind episode with Carolyn Baker called The Life of Prayer. And it was such a great conversation. We talked for so long that um, I decided to break this up into two parts. So we are going to be picking back up in that conversation. So if you have not heard part one of The Life of Prayer interview with Carolyn Baker, go back to last week's episode, go back in the feed. You, you don't wanna jump in halfway. So go back, half, go back and listen to the first half, then come back and listen to this week's part of the Rewind, part two of The Life of Prayer with Carolyn Baker. And um, I, I've been enjoying this conversation. I really hope that you are too. And um, so we will pick it back up with Carolyn. I want to ask, what are some things that you've changed your mind on over time? Mm. Like what, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, I used to see things this way, but now I kind of see it like this. Or yeah. it's an interesting some of the... question, but I think it can really bring you into a unique place of conversation that yes. we may never get, you know, in yes. other ways. But it's it's a really cool question. I'm curious to hear cool your question. answer with it. Yeah, yeah. it is. I, I've changed a lot. I, I, I credit a lot of my positive change to the the job I've had here on, on staff um, by by being a part of something that God had blessed. And that's 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 the very first thing I think that that you that we all need to understand is that when God blesses something, just stand back, you know, and and you know you're going to go. He's going to pull you right along with the blessing, mm. and He blessed Pastor Rick so many years ago, you know, when when Rick, Rick and Kay were obedient to come out here and do what they have done, um, but over over these you know 21 or 22 years now. Um, a lot has changed in me mm. and a lot of the way that I, that, that I receive from God, a lot of the things that I am looking for from God has changed because as I, as, as I have gotten, as, I guess I'd say as I've gone a little bit deeper in my walk in my personal walk with God, every time it's almost like every time you go just a little bit deeper, he gives you just a little bit more. And then you go a little bit more and he gives you a little bit more. Then you backslide down, you know, which hmm. is my journey. You backslide back to two two years, and then you then you come back up again, and all throughout that, you know your 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 heart and your mind are being changed, and your God's giving you different tools, and for what you need at that moment, I think is 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 the the single uh, best message I can give on that one is if you believe that God is going to give you what you need when you need it, then you can be at peace. You, you can actually be at rest in the midst of, of things around you that you don't understand. Because being on staff, you, you see it all. I mean, ministry is not, not perfect. And ministry has a lot of ups and downs. It flows and it ebbs. And sometimes we're on high and sometimes we're down low. And sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes things are working and sometimes they're not. But all the way through there, God is showing you something. Mm -hmm. So the way I have, have prayed has changed. Um, I started out as a very, as I said, when I talked about my first getting here, I was terrified, absolutely terrified. And, and when I finally laid all that down, then I began to discover, okay, so now you're not so frightened anymore. So what are you going to do with what I gave you? Hmm. And so I, I just started by 
just slowly. It's like put, putting your foot in the in the ocean, just one little step one at a time. And so <laughs> that's cold. It's cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's changed. You know, I mean, I, I I've become now all these years later. I'm f- much bolder. I, mm-hmm. I, I, fear is nothing that I, I mean, f- fear is, I think one of the, the greatest battles that we face as Christians today is fear. And I'm getting much, much better at fear than I've ever been before. I, I was a terrified person, uh, but I'm not that anymore. So as, as that has changed, so has my, my writing, the devotionals that I write, they've changed. If you've ever looked back um, at the devotionals that I've written for 21 years now, um, they've changed. You know, they, they, they were from somebody who was just really just not even wanting to write them. And why am I doing this hmm. conversation with God was because I'm telling you to do this. You're going to write them. So I wrote them, but they changed. They've, they've changed. And, hmm. and the way that I searched the Bible, the way that I listened to the, the sermons on the weekend, the way that I, um, I engage, uh, with God today is, is much more tender, hmm. uh, because I'm getting older, and I think God God knows that the tenderness is what I need more now mm. at my age than I did when I was, you know, much younger, like you guys are. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think it does change. I, I I think the method changes. I think the heart behind it changes. I think the way we understand things changes, yeah. and it's all good. Yeah. Every every little piece of it is all good because one day, you know, we're all going to stand before God, and He's going to outline it for us. He's going to remind us that this is what we did, where we were, and how he took us here, and how he molded us. And, mm. and the beauty of it is we get to do it together. Yeah. And and people influence you. You know, your t- the maturity team is one of the strongest, strongest teams. I love the maturity team because your heart is right there, and you mold me. Just some of the things that I, I, I have the privilege of talking to you guys from time mm. to time. And I love that because you, I, I'm getting, right now, I'm getting a whole new perspective on what this looks like, <laughs> which is not comfortable to someone of my age. This is not comfortable. But all of that, it, it changes. But the, I think the really great part about that is I love the change. Mm. I love the change. And I credit Pastor Rick for that, because you can't be around here for very long. Yeah. Uh, if you don't like change, you're not going to last. So, you know, yeah. 21, 22 years of change, I've gotten pretty good at change and I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Have you come to embrace the change more yeah. over time? Because I think that can be it, I, sometimes what I think maybe limits our growth. Growth is by definition change. You know, you can't grow without change because True. that's... It's an intrinsic part of the process. And I think sometimes because we're so hesitant to change or to embrace change, we actually inhibit our own growth. Yes, I agree with and you. And I, I, what I hear you saying is that over time, you get better at, ex- mm-hmm. at not only accepting change, but even then cooperating with the changes that God wants to make in your life over time. Uh, and I love hearing from someone like you who, I mean, our listeners can tell by now how much we revere you. Yes. And in a in a holy and not idolatrous way, I, <laughs> yeah. I promise. Of that, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I think um, something that we really appreciate is that you're at once two things. On the one hand, you're clearly a person who has dedicated themselves to spiritual maturity and has become not mature in the fullness of Christ Mm. and all that stuff, as we always say, but you're someone who is well down the path. And what I love hearing and what I think is also encouraging for those listening or watching is that you're somebody who also has had your fair share of setbacks and your fair share of stumblings (laughs) and that you can be tripping all the while, but still getting 
where God wants you to that's go. That's a good, you know? that, I like that. That's, that's a good description of Carolyn. That's what she is. <laughs> Tripping along. Tripping yeah, along. <laughs> One thing that we always try to emphasize is that God is drawing us toward something, yes. not really to something. You know, we're not going to see, right. we're not going to see full completion in no. Christ in, in, mm-hmm. in and of ourselves in this life. Right. Um, but we can move toward that. And I, I know for me, it's encouraging to go, well, this, this is the scoundrel I am today. But over time, <laughs> Carolyn's proof that, that we, can, we can get better, that we can change, that God is living and active he's and so changing us over time. And he's faithful to do that. Yeah. Um, I have a great faithful story that, that I think might, might speak to that. Um, I, I alluded to the fact that I, that I write devotionals and I've been writing them, writing them for a long time, which was one of my faith steps, by the way, when I was still a volunteer, mm. um, I had, I had been just, they were mine, uh, very protective of them. That's, it was just my, my prayer to God, God and his response back to me. Mm. They were, they were personal and they were private and I, and I wasn't about to do anything like mm. sharing them. I knew it. And I was not going to do it here, you know, with Rick and Glenn and Tom standing there staring me in the face. <laughs> no way I was going to do this until God said, you're going to do this. Mm. And I started so i started writing them and i i just was like waiting for the hammer to, to fall but it never fell and I, so i just I, I just kept writing well fast forward you know 15 years later or something i was on the patio one day and um this woman i i i saw her coming and um i could tell it was something that she really i just thought she wanted to pray mm-hmm. so she she came over to me and she said um you're carolyn baker right and i said yes and I, I tell this story because I think people need to know that you don't know what God's doing behind your back, but he's always, he's on the move and yeah, he's yeah. doing things behind your back and you may yeah, never so, know what he's doing yeah. behind your back yeah. unless he chooses to say, yeah. you know, I'm going to show you this. <laughs> so this woman comes walking over to me and, and she, and she introduced herself and she said, um, I just want to tell you, she said, I, I've been in China, uh, for, uh, the last, I think she, as I'm remembering now, five, six, seven years, something like that. And it was in those years when, when it was a very closed place and it was dangerous for Christians to even meet together. So sure. even, even to get to, to meet, you had to get in two or three cars and drive mm-hmm. in different places and then finally end up at the destination that you were supposed to. Well, in those very, very scary circumstances, this woman was doing her part. She knew she she was supposed to be over there in China. Uh, it, she wasn't sure exactly why, but she was. So she'd gotten affiliated with the house church over there, and um, they were trying to get Bibles in. They were mm. trying to get anything that they could get in, and they couldn't get anything in. They couldn't get Bibles. They couldn't get anything. Um, so she said one day she clicked on her email, and she doesn't know how it happened, but all of a sudden on her email was prayer muscles from somebody named Carolyn Baker, who she had no clue who this person was, much less what a prayer muscle was, but she liked, I think she was drawn to the fact that there was a word prayer in it. And she thought, okay, so she started reading them. And bottom bottom line, God used the devotionals that I had been writing, Mm. and somehow, I have no idea how he did it, but somehow he got those devotionals onto her servers in China. And so for the next five years in these house churches, these people in these house churches had nothing. They had no Bibles. They had nothing. Only their faith and their belief and the ability to pray. 
Mm-hmm. And God got them these prayer muscles. Mm-hmm. And they started reading them. And she said, I taught your prayer muscles for over five years in China. Wow. It was at that point that, I, yeah, that's approximately <laughs> what I did is I actually had to go over and sit down. I, I had to find job. a chair. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Somebody better put me down in a chair here and let me sit down. But I, I tell that story because it, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't writing them for that reason. I, I had no idea. Yeah. But I will never forget this woman and I will never forget the partnership that that formed when I didn't even know it was being formed. Hmm. And it was because she had a heart for prayer and I had a heart for prayer. Hmm. And God said, okay, I'll use that. Wow. That's really, that's a really, <laughs> isn't that a great story? story? No, oh, I, I hadn't heard that before. one. Yeah. No. I didn't oh, tell you that. No, we would have remembered. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my, my pivotal moments. It's really neat. Uh, yeah. That's uh, a good one. I think one of the cool things is, is you talked a lot about how, how, a growth it is a journey, how it's a lifelong pursuit. You know, it's something that yeah, we're going towards, like yeah. what we were talking about. Um, you know, but one of, of my favorite sayings is, right, is the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single mm-hmm. step. Yeah. So um, I know that we have a lot of people who are watching or listening who, who might not have a robust prayer life. They may not, you know, have any prayer life, you know, and Well, they have a prayer life. They just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that's a good point. So I, so, and that's what I'd love for you, uh, for you to kind of end this part of this discussion on is this idea of, of having a prayer life without even knowing it and how to take a first step into, into really making your prayer life what you want it to be. Yeah. I, I, if, if, people get anything out of me today. I, I hope that they hear me when I say that what what you have in your mind about what a prayer life looks like is probably not what my, what, what my prayer life looks like. Um, I, I, as I say, I was raised Catholic, so I, I was raised, you know, with, with, the, uh, with the rosary and with, with prayers that were already written. Yep. And um, I think I, I, I didn't like that so much as a kid that... Um, you wanted to, you wanted yeah. to color outside your, the lines? Yeah, 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 yeah like, 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 okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even, first of all, I didn't even understand that you could talk to God. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that. Yeah. So for me, prayer is not, I mean, sometimes yes. Okay. Sometimes yes, prayer is, is, is Carolyn sitting down with, with her Bible and, and, and being holy. I will do that sometimes, but the majority of my life, it's I'll w- be walking down the hallway at the office, and I'll look at somebody's face, and I'll see a tear, I'll see a smile, I'll see something that will cause me to just stop and just just throw up a quick prayer to God. Um, I know I'm to pray. What do you want me to pray? And just just start just start praying the way he's shown me how to pray. And those can be just, just one or two sentence prayers. Most of my life, most of my day, that's what my prayer life looks like. It, Mm -hmm. it, it very, I I will sit, I I will be honest. I will sit uh, in the mornings. I try to take at least 20 minutes or so in the morning to just kind of work, put a, put on a worship tape, um, you know, do, do something that brings me back into center focus, gets, Mm -hmm. gets my head out of the, out of the chaos around my own personal human life Mm -hmm. and takes me into this, into this place, you know, where I, where I think I'm more ready to receive. Mm -hmm. Um, But prayer, although it can be those moments when you're just sitting and you're just, you, you have your, I mean, I, the many, many times I have my laundry list. These are the people I'm praying for. These are the things I'm praying for. These are the things that, that, that I, that I've been asked to pray for. And that, that's a, that's a very valid part of, of my prayer life. 
the more enriching part for me of my prayer life is listening to what um, what the Lord's talking to me about and praying that back to Him. Mm-hmm. Whatever this this impression is that He He will give me, and then praying that back to Him. That's how I I remember one story that that I that I just love because uh, it still it still grabs me to this day. When Pastor Rick was doing, uh, he had just finished writing the Purpose Driven Life, and <laughs> he had opened up his his off his this off. This office, yes, he'd opened up this office, and he was sitting over in the in the corner with with a bunch of uh, pictures of what he was trying to trying to determine what a what the cover of Purpose Driven Life would look like, and he had just told the staff, "Come in, I'm just curious to see what your opinion is." You know, come in, and and I'd I'd walked in at the very end of the day, and and I was really tired. I remember, and I walked in, and I I looked at a bunch of pictures, and my my eyes went right to that picture that he eventually ended up putting on the on the cover of that book, and as I as I was looking at, it, I just looked at him and and I said, you know, Pastor Rick, I said, that's it, that's the tree of life, that's it, that's that that's it, and I remember feeling so strongly, you know, I, and that doesn't happen to me a lot. I just felt very strongly that that was something that was really powerful. And then fast forward a few, uh, maybe a year or so later, I'm up at the at the rancho what is now the Rancho Capistrano campus. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking, I'm walking the campus <laughs> prayer walking and I'm looking up and there's this tree. You see the tree? And there it is. <laughs> and, and I just realized that those are little signals, you know, that if you're open and receptive to what God is just trying to show you, you'll bump right into it. Mm. You know, you'll like, I bumped right into that, that picture that day. And, and I think that's what my prayer life, the, what I call the enriching part, because it's, it's harder to sit and pray for needs. Mm. It's, it's, it, it, it's much more fun. Mm. You know, if, if I can put it that way, it's just much more fun to be able to just listen to what God is, is showing you and then just have a conversation. Because to me, that's what, what prayer is. It's, it's a conversation between God and myself. That's, that's what it yeah. is. Mm. And I want, I want his point of view first, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because oftentimes mine, although, you know, there, there are, there are moments, you know, when I bring these, I'll, I'll come running into, into him, into God, you know, just bawling and crying. Um, but for the most part, you know, that's mm. kind of what it, what my prayer life looks like. Yeah. Mm. And, and I hope people hear me when I say that you can, you, you can be praying standing, standing in the grocery store line and there's so somebody in front of you and you just sense that she's sad mm. and you just, you don't know her, but you just, God, please, this woman seems to me to be sad. Would you speak with her? Mm. Just something that, that, that simple, yeah. Yeah. that energizes, you know, the, the relationship part of yeah. what I believe prayer really is. Yeah. You know, I mean, conversational prayer. The conversa- yeah. Thank you. The conversational yeah. part of it. If that. Yeah. I, I think, I think so many people when they're starting out praying, they go straight to the laundry list that you mentioned. Yes. Yep. You know, it's they go straight sure. to like, yeah. well, here's my list of needs. Here's that's my why list they of don't concerns. pray. <laughs> that's why they don't pray. Yeah. And I think that's why they don't feel close to God in some ways. Yeah. Because I mean, if you, for example, in a relationship with a friend, if your conversation simply exists, oh, gosh, yes, if it simply yes. consisted of you reading the phone book to that person, right. you, would you not wouldn't be around be, too long. You wouldn't be drawing, yeah. you wouldn't be drawn into deeper relationship. There needs to be a Good sense, point. a sort of, there needs to be an organic aspect to it, a free flowing, um, as we said, conversational aspect to it. Yeah. If, if you don't get that, then you're not building relationships. So I think, you're missing I think so we much. should set, I think we should set the list aside sometimes and just yes. say, God, I'm going to just tell you what's going on in me and I'm going to stop for a while and listen to what you want to say to me. Mm-hmm. And I think you've, you, I think what some people don't realize is they, they, 
they see God as being so quiet and silent, distant from them. Which he can be. And sometimes it can feel that yeah. way. Sometimes he may yeah. even do that yes. as a part of our growth, mm-hmm. you know, in an intentional way. An intentional the way my dad way. let go of the seat of my bike to let me yeah. ride yeah. on my own for a minute, you know. Good, good, yeah. And I think good that there can be a, there's a beauty in that. But I think sometimes we think God is is being quiet, but we just haven't given him a word in edgewise, right. you know. We just need to just maybe pause for a while. I think that people can remember that he is Abba Father mm-hmm. and... You know, he, he loves you so much and he wants, he wants relationship. That's why he made us in the first place. He Mm -hmm. wants relationship with us. And prayer is just a, you know, you can use the word prayer. I just, I just call it talking things over with God is is the way I look at it. I mean, I'm just some, and sometimes just like with your own natural father or or with your own, you know, like sometimes I can sit and talk to you guys and I'll look at you and I'll think, okay, they got that one. And then I'll walk away. I'm not so, not so much sure that they got that one. That's what conversation with God is like. You know, Mm. I, sometimes you feel really close to God. And yeah. you feel like you're really, yeah, I, I'm getting that. I, I really understand that. I try to be faithful, and I do need to say this. I do try to be faithful to the prayer requests that come my way because I don't, I think it's, it's sure. important. But I, 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 I sometimes I have to acknowledge I will, I will kind of laundry list it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I, I, I get a lot of prayer requests. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring those to God. But then I always, I always want to just, I, it, it's like a child running in, you know, with all your needs and all your requests and saying, here they are, Dad. You know, yeah. take, take them. I need this. I need, I, you know, I need that bike. I need this, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. And, and God wants us to do that. But what he yearns for us to do more is, is, is to be able to just run into his arms, jump into his lap. Yeah. You know, like Psalm 91 says, just go into the, 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 the sacred place. Of the just jump in there yeah. <laughs> and let's just, just be. Yeah. Let's just be. I, I, I think one last story that I'll share before you kick me out of here is, <laughs> is, um, one thing I that that really has helped me a lot in my own devotional life, and has helped me to understand how God wants me to pray, and has helped me to um, to feel at peace about that, and to feel comfortable with that, is um, when when I'm out in 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 creation. I, I was up at um, Yosemite Falls. I, I go up there frequently because it's, I can get there in like six hours from here. Mm-hmm. And um, I was standing, and just recently I had I had gone up, and and the because of the recent rains up in you know, that we've been experiencing here in California, mm-hmm. uh, the, the waterfalls were just, they were it's gorgeous. Unlike we were there a couple anything. weeks ago, too. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, isn't that something? I was at the foot yeah. of Bridal Veil Falls. Mm-hmm. In the past, when I was in Yosemite and going up to Bridal Veil Falls, you know, you could walk up, you know, quite, quite a ways because the water was, you know, it was pretty, pretty mild, actually. This last time when I was, when I was, was in there, it was so full and the yeah. water was coming down in such a powerful way and just cascading down and hitting the rocks. I was standing, you know, kind of down, down at, at the base of it all. And I was watching the powerful flow of the water going over the rocks, you know, at, at Bridal Vale. And it was so powerful. It was, it, it was, I, I was surprised really that it wasn't overflowing. It was, I mean, it was that high. Mm. But the thing that riveted me was the beauty of that, the power of that. But I turned around and I started looking at all of the people that were right there. And I thought, and I, I remember saying this to God, this is what heaven has to look like, <laughs> you know, because I'm always looking for, for a visual because I don't, I don't, by the way, I don't <laughs> receive visions and things like that. I haven't, uh, I, I don't get dreams. I haven't had, I haven't had that privilege yet, but I'm standing there and I'm looking at all of these people and I realized they were from every kind of nationality yep. you could think of. They mm. were young, they were old, they were, but the thing on their face that was the most amazing thing, and it was universal to everybody around me, and myself included, was this 
this awe. Oh, yeah. And yeah. oh my, whoa, what is yeah. this? And the joy <laughs> that everybody was experiencing. And pe- people were helping each other crawl over the rocks so they wouldn't fall down and get <laughs> killed. You know, trying to take that w- selfie. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. Get, get, I have a <clears throat> selfie of this. Come, I'm watching all of this and I'm thinking, this is what heaven has got to look like. It yeah. has to look like. Yeah. Those moments, you know, I can't, can I tell you that God told me that? No, but I can tell you that that's what I was experiencing. I was really experiencing that. And, and I thought, this is like, this is, this is a bunch of people standing around worshiping a God who makes something this amazing Mm -hmm. and unifies people by bringing them together, all of us in the same place at the same moment in time, Mm -hmm. looking at the same thing and recognizing the power of the God that made that. Mm-hmm. And whether you were, whatever nationality you were, whatever religion you were, it didn't matter. You were you still were, struck with the same sense of awe. It was awe. the same yeah. sense of awe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the things that I look for. Mm-hmm. I, they feed me. That's my food. Mm-hmm. That's what feeds me. And if I don't get that, I, you'll see me around here a little bit negative, And I'm going, <laughs> I need to go out. <laughs> <laughs> and if That's you see right. Carolyn walking down the halls, <laughs> she's not just... Stretching her legs. She's no. sniping. Yeah, she's sniping. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what warriors do? She's praying at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the things I want people to hear. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. Uh, how about a book recommendation? You've got oh, something yeah. here, uh, just a, a simple one that people can mm-hmm. check out. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that as we wrap up? There are two two books. Well, we can't call the Worship Bible a book, but two, two very important books readings that, that have riveted me. The, the the first one really was the Worship Bible. Um, you can show that one to him. Can I show that? There it is. This is something that, that, that Pastor Buddy had his, has his hands on. And the reason why why it, is, it speaks to me so greatly is that you can go anywhere in this in, in here and it has prayers on the side and then it has commentaries. It's just, it's written you know, from somebody like Pastor Buddy who has such a devotional heart. I mean, it is it is who Pastor Buddy is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's put it here in this worship Bible. And so for me as a prayer person, um, I, 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 I've just kind of dog-eared this. I, when I'm dry, I'll go and just, you know, find something and I'll go, I'll go look this up. Now I have to, I have to say for those of you listening to this, this thing is out of print and there there aren't a lot of them available, but I'm still bringing it in here today because I believe just like I got it, you know, when I, when I was trying, when I was trying to get it, you can find it if you go on places like Amazon and, and, and look for, what is it? Used books, Jason, or something like that. Yeah. Used copies and things like that. They're out there. They're out there and they're well worth, they're well worth the search. But this, this was, was really riveting to me and it continues to be a real strong devotional tool but the practical book that really really uh you know riveted my own per- and we're here again we're just talking about my, my personal devotional life the 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 book that really did that was 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 blackaby's book experiencing god mm-hmm. that I've, I've actually I've actually taught that here three or four times to staff. Uh, I, I feel it's that it's that important. Yeah. And every time that I've I've taught it to staff, um, it's been different. It's been a different experience all sure. the way along. But that <laughs> that one you can get at um, at any Christian bookstore. I'm sure you can go to Amazon or any of the other search engines that you guys mm-hmm. know about. Um, but in but experiencing God by Blackaby, and and I would encourage you to get both both the book and the the workbook. And then um, Blackaby also has, has done a, a book on, on missions because I will close my part of this just simply by saying that what God has done with my heart for prayer, my, my, um, my, my, the who I've become uh, and the intentionality of God putting me here in the first place is really turning out to be what God is doing 
globally around the world today. And that, for me, has been what all of this growing and learning and, and listening to God speak and being a part of what God wants me to do. So the tools that, that I need to do, what I feel I'm being, being called to do now by reaching out globally and helping other churches around the world, um, which is a passion of Pastor Rick's heart, as anybody knows, to... Um, to really be able to to sow maturity into these other churches, to give them the things that that um, the tools that he's been so blessed, that Pastor Rick's been so blessed to receive himself over, over time, and it's taken me all of these years, all of these years, being here twenty two years, to really feel like I'm ready. I'm really ready. Finally, I think I am really ready to take this into the into the global world. And when you look at God's timing, and this is what I just kind of wanted to leave with, you, you you look at God's timing in the world right now, and you see the need. I, I happen to, to work for uh, our relief, uh, the, the relief part of what we do here at Saddleback. And there's nothing more riveting than seeing these refugees and these these young people who have been displaced, and they have no home to go to. They, they don't have the blessing that we have of... Um, being able to even know that they've got a place where they can find shelter for the night. And, and it's true, it's, it's around the world, and, and it's, getting, it's getting darker and it's getting worse. But the beauty of it is when you touch that other side of God's heart and you see how God feels about that, that takes your prayer life to a whole new. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, too, I'm, I'm of, of an age where I can't go as comfortably as I used to be able to go into places. But my prayers can go ahead of me, mm-hmm. and my prayers can be very intentional, as, as you've mentioned, by the way, intentional two or three times today, and that is a really powerful word. I think that and breakthrough mm-hmm. are two very powerful words for where we're going. But that's that's a part of that. That's that's why I, I wanted to say that God took me from that that, that young woman who walked in terrified of, of just about everything to this person that now at this stage of her life... It, 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 and I'm, I will admit I'm 77. <laughs> today. today. Today, yeah. That's a... <laughs> it's taken me to this point in my life where the next part of my life, mm. I believe, is going to be far greater. And, and I, I find it hard to, hard to believe, <laughs> given the blessing I've been given about being mm. here all of these years. But I do believe that's where it's going, that, mm. he's, that he's seeded something into me through prayer, through worship, through God's word, combination of those things. With plus the love that 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 he's sowed into me for his people and for the people that don't know him yet, mm. and that if there's a better use of prayer, I I'm I'm sorry I can't I can't think of it, mm. you know I really can't think of it, and so I, I I just feel that I didn't anticipate that that would be where I would be, mm. you know I I, I was going to come in here because I thought well I, may, I might be able to do some good I re- remember thinking that I I, I mm. can do some good and I wanted to do some good I've I've always had a big heart for that. Um, but the journey that God has had me on is unlike anything I ever expected. But I will say that had I known what he was going to do, I would have run <laughs> yeah. out the door. I would not. So so if you're struggling, and I say this to those of you out there, if you're struggling and you don't get it, you don't understand it all, you're in a really good place. <laughs> that's a really good place to be because those those are the moments, you know, when that's when you can reach out to people like, you know, like Doug and Jason. You can touch other people around you. You in community you can do th- things far greater than you could being isolated like I was. <laughs> um so I, I just say prayer is so so many, many things. 
that is it's really hard to even put it in, into words. So I would like to close with a prayer. Yes, we <laughs> love for you to. For all of those folks that are um, are out there listening, I, I, I hope and pray you're hearing today what it is that the Holy Spirit is trying to reach you about. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not understand it, and it may not make, may even make a lot of sense, and that's, that's actually good. But just know that from somebody, because I, I, the, only, the only thing I can give you is the testimony of my own life, because you can't refute that, because it's my life. Mm. And I can tell you what my life has been like, as I've tried to share today. But I also believe, and I'm strong, I strongly feel that um, through, with, with prayer as a tool, and that's that's really all that it, it that it that it is. But with prayer as a tool, God can take you on a journey of a lifetime that you can't even begin to imagine. And if you are a part of Saddleback Church or any of the other you know global churches around the world, um, it's it's a true blessing because we we've been given so much. Mm-hmm. We really have been given so much. And so because Pastor Rick has such a heart for giving back. Um, there are so many tools on websites here, and the maturity team has some wonderful, wonderful tools that you can make it a priority. Is what I would say. Just, yeah. just make it a priority in your life. You don't have to have to go jumping in to find the, you know, the end, the end place. You don't, you don't. For me, that never worked. I'm, I'm hardly able to to look beyond tomorrow. But mm. um, just know how deeply God loves you, know how much he wants to use you, and know that that the tools, you know, that you find in his word, the tools that you find through prayer and the intimacy that you can have with, with God himself in community with other people, nothing can stop you. And your life can be greater than you ever thought it could possibly be. You can't even imagine that, that when I look at the next part of my life, I just kind of smile and I go, okay, mm-hmm. at least, at least I finally learned the lesson that nothing is impossible with God. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just go along and join him in what he's going to do? And that's what I pray for you today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I pray that your families and um, those that, 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 that you're in community with and the people that God brings into your life. Um, I just, I just pray that you remember some of the, the things we've talked about today and that you, you join with all of us, with Jason, with, with Doug and, and the entire maturity team too. And, and, and knowing that you're, we deeply love you here and we deeply do want you to experience everything that God has for you. And there is no, of course, I'm very prejudiced about this, but there's no greater place to be than, than Saddleback Church, the, the, the blessing of this church that comes down from the spiritual authority that God has given Pastor Rick. It's no joke. It's real. And it can become very real and very intimate for your, for yourself. And I don't care how old you are or how young you are. I think that's the beauty of it because I, I get the privilege every day of working with people much younger than I am. And they have different focuses and they have different ideals and they come at things a lot differently. And I scratch my head a lot and I, I go, oh, catch me up. I don't even catch me up with what these guys are doing. But the beauty is, the beauty is that God's the one that's up there knitting this amazing, you know, this amazing masterpiece of a quilt. It's the way I kind of, I kind of look at it. And he wants you to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. It, because if you're listening to this, something drew you to this site today. Um, and it wasn't me. And it certainly wasn't Doug and Jason. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> so if I may, can Please I just, just pray, pray us, us out. out of here? Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> What an amazing moment you have just blessed us with. Your presence is very strong in this place. 
we acknowledge and we recognize that you are the God who does what he says he does. You are the God that truly loves in ways that we can't even begin to fathom. And that you are the God that is drawing each one of us every single day of our lives into a deeper place of intimacy, into a deeper place of wisdom, into a deeper place of revelation. And we get the privilege We get the privilege of being able to call you our Father, to call you our God. We we are those people that really can, like Psalm 91 says, we really can come into the secret place of the Most High and we can live there. I am so grateful for your word that has has held us steadfast over all of the, the years of our lives that have gotten us to this point, because I know there are people out there that are listening to this prayer that are having far different experiences that, than I have had or, or Jason or Doug. They're, they're, they're just in different places, but that is, that is the beauty of what you are doing, Jesus. You are taking all of us coming from every different background, every different um, every different age, every different uh, denomination, every different nation, and you're knitting us together in some kind of what, what, what I call in my prayer heart, what I call, you know, the end time army march that I, I believe we're, we're engaged in. And I am just so amazed. And it's just such an awe and wonder moment that I'm having that we were able to sit here today. And for this, however long this time has been to be able to express our hearts of devotion and love to our God, who has done so much for us and who, who never ceases. You never cease to amaze us. You never cease to, to make us just stop and, and just stare as, as I did up at Bridal Vale Falls. You, you, you do these amazing things and we get to be a part of it. And so I pray for everybody listening, everybody and, and, and their families and people that they will influence, that, that today will be a day that will mark the time when they, when they said, you know, I, I want to go a little deeper. I just want to go a little deeper. Whatever, wh- wherever they are, Father, and I know that we're in a whole variety of places, but wherever they are, I know you're going to meet them at the area of their greatest need. And you're going to you're going to join with them, and you're going to help them because it is not about them. It is it is about what you are doing, and it is about your your almighty power and and, and the the wisdom and the revelation that you have to share with your people. You can take us on the journey of a lifetime, and I do believe that's what you want for your people and for for your church. And so we surrender today. We just lay it all down. Everything we've discussed here today. I pray that anything that 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 is said against anybody out there that would would try to stop them from, from listening to this or from from hearing what it is that you have to say that that you would do what you do so brilliantly as as you just rebuke that that uh, that attempt to to derail somebody I, I believe that right now you are rebuking that in, in many many people listening to this to this prayer and and you are bringing them into a more fully committed and into a deeply peaceful place where they can reside with you and and, and they can have the faith and the the hope and the joy that you are desiring to, to put into your people. We love you, Jesus. We understand you're doing mighty and miraculous things in this world, and we want to be a part of it. You know, we're just selfish enough and just greedy enough that we do want to be used. We truly do. That's part of our humanness. So knit us together with what your Holy Spirit is doing with us. Knit us together with what your word is doing. Knit us together with other people in community together so that we can truly become that, that church on the hill, which I know Saddleback is, and that we can truly become the influencers both our church in general and and the and the the people that make up our church the body of Christ that we truly can be all that you want us to be i am not going to settle in my lifetime for anything less than the than the impossible i will believe 
till the day of my death or until you come back, I will believe you for the for, for greatness. I will believe you for fullness. I will believe you for grace and for mercy. And I will believe you for the love that you tell us all throughout your word that, that is available to me and to us. And I thank you that you're going to today, I believe, you're going to you're going to make this a disembarking point for many, many people listening to this broadcast so that they too will come into a deeper place of faith and hope and joy and that the fruit of the spirit will become living and breathing in all of them. We thank you for this time. I, I just pray that you continue to bless Jason and you continue to bless Doug and Rob and the rest of this team and Vicki and that you just bring them all this great sense of your pleasure at what they are doing as they are doing their part to bring your message of hope to the world. We thank you in advance for the great victories that are coming. And we just, all of us together, just shout out, we love you, Jesus. And it's in your precious and holy name that we do pray. Amen. 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 Carolyn, we cannot thank you enough. <laughs> Thanks for being here with us today. Thanks where's for sharing the Kleenex? prayer with us. <laughs> Jason? You use Jason's shirt. I, I know. Yeah, where's the Kleenex? <laughs> no. I actually put on eyeshadow today, so no. <laughs> oh, well, thanks so much. We're definitely going to have you on in the future. So yes. mark your calendar for some unknown Anytime. date in the future. Yeah, I'm good with unknown dates. <laughs> thanks so much for watching or listening. We'll yeah. see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. That was an awesome conversation. Um, I absolutely loved getting to have it. We actually have another episode um, that we did with Carolyn Baker. Um, So we will link that in the show notes, David. Link that in the show notes. And um, yeah, she just has so many great things to say. We love talking with her. I love getting emails from her, um, just with her thoughts, her devotional thoughts. And um, yeah, we're just so blessed to have her as a part of our church family. So um, I hope that you enjoyed it as well. Um, don't forget, you are always welcome to send us an email with your prayer requests or your thoughts. And hey, if you have something that you would like Carolyn to pray for, email us and we will pass that along. So you can um, reach out to us at maturity at saddleback.com or you can put it in the comments if you're on YouTube. Um, don't forget to rate and review us or to like and subscribe. Um, it always helps. And uh, friends, we will be back next week. We're going to be starting a new little mini series um, on foundations, questions and answers. So come back next week. I'll talk more about it then. Um, but you'll hear some really great stuff uh, from Pastor Tom in that series. So um, you do not want to miss it. We love you and we will see you again next Tuesday. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. 
Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Thank you.